people say, I want to look good in my dress. I want to look good in a bikini. What if you already do? I love that. What if you do look great? What if you don't have to wait to give yourself permission to feel great and look great until you hit this number on the scale or hit this aesthetic look? What if you could do the inner work and be confident now as you are and still work to what you want to work for, but without waiting for that arbitrary permission from that arbitrary thing that you're waiting to get validation from? What if you already look awesome in that bikini? Hey there, welcome to Tater Talks, two bitches talk fitness. I'm Brooke. And hello, I'm Iris. On this show, we challenge the common understanding of what it means and what it takes to be fit and healthy. We explore all things fitness, nutrition, mindset, and mental health without the fluff and BS. So grab a coffee, get ready to laugh, cry, even learn a thing or two. Let's get into it. Hello, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you, Iris? I'm good. I was laughing earlier because I got absolutely dunked on by Mother Nature. Um, (laughs) I checked the weather and tried to go for a walk post-gym. And it wasn't supposed to rain for like an hour, and I got absolutely wrecked by rain. So that was fun. <laughs> but <laughs> Welcome to the Pacific Northwest. No? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm good. So what are we talking about today, Iris? I know that this is going to be a great conversation because I, as a coach, see this all the time. I bet. I would like to talk about timelines and putting timelines on ourselves for goals that we want to achieve. And I already know some people who listen are going to be like, yeah, yeah, I know what you're about to say. But I want to give a little backstory because after our last recording with Kelly, we were talking about this a little bit. And, you know, I do have to say just getting it out of my brain made me feel like a hundred times better. So just getting it out into the air made me feel like a hundred times more chill about it. Um, I kind of talk myself, you know, into logic, (laughs) which is what self-coaching is pretty much. So, so I have a very tight group of friends that includes me and my husband, my husband's siblings, one of his brother's best friends from college, a cousin and his wife, and a few other people who we've been friends with for a long time. And we're just a really like good, tight, solid group of friends. We became really close over COVID. We have a family Discord server and we would all just hang out multiple times a week in the evenings and just talk and play games and like get to know each other real well. And like, we've been through some shit, like (laughs) breakups, job changes, career changes, moves, like life stuff. So one of us is getting married in June and we're all going, we're all gonna be there. And this is the first time that all of us are going to be together in person. A few of them, actually a lot of them have never met in person before. Well, many of them I haven't seen for a long time. One of them I've never met in person. I mean, we're great friends, but never seen each other in person. And as you know, I'm in a cut Well, right now I'm in a diet break (laughs) at the time of recording, but I'm going back into a a deficit after this break. And I caught myself thinking at the end of the first chunk of this deficit, all those thoughts we all know, right? It's not happening fast enough. Like 
this should be going faster. I want to lose more fat and not even necessarily like I want to hit this number by this date, but I have this great dress. I want to look jacked in my dress. Like I want to <laughs> look like I lift and there's a level of body fat that I have right now that I don't really feel like I look like I lift. Like I know I'm strong as hell. I know I lift hard and do all the things. I know I have muscle because I can feel it and I can see it when I lift, but just in everyday life, it's not quite visible yet. Aesthetically, I could lose some body fat, you know? It just is what it is. And so I caught myself thinking all these things and I just kind of wanted to talk about these, these timelines and these... Yeah, these timelines that we put on ourselves, which don't really serve us at all. Because like I know, these people are my people. They don't give a fuck if I look jacked in my dress. <laughs> like, we're going to hang out. We're going to have a great time. We're going to dance our faces off. And like, I'm the only one who cares. But I had that timeline of got to snap to it, be on it until this point, which was giving me the sense of urgency that... I really didn't need. It wasn't really helping. And I know you see this in your clients, Brooke. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I actually love that you're bringing this up because I think that there are two different types of timelines. First timeline is, I'll use you as an example, you have a wedding that you want to go to. So like the, the first example is like you have an event or an occasion that you want to lose this much body fat or gain this much muscle or maintain until this specific date. Like that's a timeline that has a date. That is a little, for, for me, it's a little more understandable as to why you have a timeline. Whether or not it's realistic, it's a whole different can of worms. Mm -hmm. But then, and what I see most often is people putting a timeline on themselves when they don't have an event. Like for example, summertime. People want to be shredded by summertime. And in reality, like, I don't know who needs to hear this or if they'll appreciate it, but like, nobody gives a fuck what your body percent, your body fat percentage is in the summertime, except for you. Like nobody truly cares. And if someone actually does care, like, fuck them. That is 100% <laughs> a reflection on, on them and how they feel about themselves, not you. Yeah. And I totally understand like, you know, if you want to feel co more comfortable in your skin, you want to feel more confident. But what I've come to realize with clients that, or people in general that put a timeline on themselves that they don't necessarily need, they're almost creating like their own anxiety around their goals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I need to lose 30 pounds by summer. Number one, when you have a timeline, most of the time it's not realistic. Right. <laughs> Somebody wanting to lose 30 pounds in six months, like that's not realistic. Like, is it possible? Yes. Are you going to be able to sustain the results? Probably not. So it's taking a step back and like asking yourself first, why is this timeline important? And if your reasoning is I want to be more comfortable in my skin, I want to be more confident, you need to start working on that before you lose body fat. Like that, that's an internal feeling that you need to work on, not an aesthetic one that you're trying to work on. Can losing body fat or building muscle or recompositioning, can that boost your confidence? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's valid. All of that is valid. But when you attach a timeline to it, all you're doing is stressing yourself the fuck out. 
That's really all you're doing is stressing yourself out. And when you can take a step back and realize it's not an event, it's not an occasion. If this is something where it's like, I have this timeline and you can't give a reason why you have this timeline or it's a, it's a, I I hate saying superficial, but if it's like a superficial reason, that's just not fair to yourself. It's going to make your journey a lot harder because you're going to be, you're, you're going to literally be pressing yourself for time that you don't necessarily need to do. Yeah. Another thing that comes up for me about this too is like, especially speaking to people who have like lose or get to this weight on the scale by this date. Yes. Okay. So you do, then what? That number is going to fluctuate. And part of it may be it's not a sustainable number in the first place. It's not giving you Mm -hmm. the life you want. It's not giving you, you the aesthetic you want. And the other part is, what if you don't? Great. Now you feel like a failure because you put this timeline and this destination on yourself that may not have been realistic in the first place, but you didn't hit it. So, okay, great. Now you feel like a failure. Yeah. And you have to work on the internal shit first. Yeah, you know, I honestly think there's a lot of people right now in deficits who have no right to be (laughs) in deficits. I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it. You have not done the internal stuff. Yeah, and here's the deal. That internal stuff is just going to manifest. Oh, yeah. And no matter what your fucking body fat percentage is, if you haven't worked on the, done the work on the inside, you can get to your goal body, like goal body fat percentage, and you can still feel that way. I think a lot of people don't realize that you can still feel that way. And this is coming from my own personal experience as well as like my professional experiences. I did a bodybuilding show back in 2018. I stepped on stage at 128 pounds and I didn't think, I was lean enough because I had this timeline, right? And I've seen pictures. You were fucking lean. I was like emaciated, emaciated, emaciated for sure. And what was crazy was even when I was that lean and that small, I was still unhappy. I was still wanting to continue to get smaller. And just for reference, for everybody listening, I'm five foot eight. 128 pounds is underweight for me. That's underweight for somebody with my height and my build too. Um, I'm relatively tall. So being 128 pounds and wanting to get lower, I think I wanted to get to like 120. Totally unrealistic, totally unhealthy. And I wasn't even confident. I thought that that would make me more confident. I thought it would make me more comfortable in my skin. And it did the opposite. It made me less confident. It made me more uncomfortable, you know? And now I'm at that point where like, I'm at a a healthy weight. And because I started working on that internal shit, I don't give a fuck what my body fat percentage is right now. I just don't care because you know what? Nobody else fucking cares. Yeah. I love that. I'm at the same point as you, sister. I mean, there's the number on the scale. I don't give a fuck. Like, it can be what it is. I have a goal feeling and a goal look. I don't have a goal weight, a goal body percentage, a goal performance. Like, I always have some kind of performance goal floating around out there just because it's fun to have something to work for. Um, By the way, I did that hack squat weight that Greg challenged me to a couple weeks ago. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Three reps, 
very shaky for the last two, but I did it. So I'm happy. But anyway, it's, you know, having other things. And this is, I posted a reel about this the other day, which I think is, it ties into this. People, you got to have stuff besides health and fitness to get your validation from and to get your life excitement and to, you know, fill your cup from. If the only thing you're getting validation from is the the dip on the scale, you know, the ping in your food log, the whatever, there's so much more to you than that. And that's not healthy. It's really not healthy. It isn't. It's not a way to live. And if that's the only thing, you're putting much more emphasis on it than there needs to be. Not saying that it's bad, not saying that, you know, you shouldn't be working for these things. It's all about keeping things in perspective, right? Like, who cares if I weigh whatever or shred down to whatever by this wedding? Like, legitimately, who cares? Nobody. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to go back into a deficit and hammer it out and be super consistent like I was for the first part, you know? It's just, why are so many people putting so much pressure on themselves that they don't need to have? That's what I've been thinking for the past few weeks. Yeah. And I think what you're bringing up makes so much sense because like only you care. Now, I am not saying that having an aesthetic goal is a bad thing. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, having a goal weight is a bad thing. But what most people focus on with these timelines is the number on the scale. And what a lot of people haven't wrapped their brain around is the scale is the most manipulated variable Mm -hmm. out of all forms of progress that you can see. You can't manipulate body fat percentage, really. I mean, that takes a longer amount of time to be able to see results. You can manipulate the weight on the scale. You can go take a poop. You can drink more water. (laughs) You can eat more sodium and retain. Like When you're only focusing on your goal weight and you have this timeline, you're going to most likely be disappointed. And I think, you know, again, totally valid to want to have like an aesthetic goal, like want, like wanting to look jacked in your dress. Like, Mm -hmm. of course, like that's totally valid and it's okay to feel that way until you start beating yourself down and not having compassion for yourself Mm -hmm. and allowing that to dictate an emotional response. I think a lot of people, when they allow that number on the scale to dictate their emotions to allow like they, let's say you you know your weight spikes up one day and you're like you know what? this isn't working fuck it i'm going to go and i'm going to get a large blizzard from dairy queen yeah well that's what usually ends up happening right is we talk ourselves into doing stupid shit to make it go faster and then we end up sabotaging ourselves because it's miserable yeah and you know your body is going to do what it's going to do. You know, if you're trying to lose body fat, like your body is going to lose that at the rate, at a normal rate. Unlike the scale, you can't really manipulate that. And so, you know, recently I had a client who they really wanted to lose a certain number of weight in six months. Mm -hmm. And they were only looking at that progress. This individual lost 12 pounds. Amazing, right? In six months? six months, 12 pounds. That's great. Especially considering that there were some major life changes. There were the holidays. Mm. There was, you know, Mm -hmm. there's, there's, there was a lot going on. And what's interesting is I had to remind this person, look at your relationship with food. 
look at your progress pictures. How did you feel spending time with your family and creating boundaries? You know, these are huge mindset wins. These are huge, you know, body fat loss wins. They're, it's huge. So many wins. But when people have this timeline and they're only focused on the scale, they're not going to acknowledge those wins, even though they should. And that's where the timelines can be a bad thing. That's where timelines get a little bit sticky is because when you start putting these deadlines on yourself and these parameters on yourself, the second that you do something that is not in line with your goals, you're going to beat yourself up and you're going to continue the cycle that you've been in. So if you want to feel more confident in your skin, if you want to feel more comfortable in your clothes, if you want to wear a bikini, you know, in the summertime and you want to look, you know, jacked in a dress, understand that it's going to take some consistent hard work and you it doesn't you have to start working on that inner stuff now not when you get to that final destination in order to get to that final destination you have to start working on the inner stuff first mhm one way that i like to kind of deal with this within myself is setting consistency goals instead of outcome goals right habit goals instead of outcome goals like instead of i will be here by this date I will be 80% consistent for the next however many weeks, you know, controlling what I do. Cause like in all of the stuff I was talking about before, like nothing's changing. I'm not changing what I'm doing because I've come back down to that, you know, logic brain <laughs> and talk to myself and to you. And, you know, this is what I'm feeling and this is okay to feel this way. Cause here's the thing when, whenever we try to like shut down our feelings that doesn't fix it, right? It no, doesn't not change all. anything. That just, they come back and they come back with a vengeance. And then we find ourselves face first in a bucket of ice cream, right? Because we're not actually dealing with our emotions. Talking out these feelings of like, this is how I'm feeling. It's okay to feel this way, you know? I do, you know, sometimes, especially in whew, in the last few weeks of the deficit, I was telling you I was feeling some like it's not happening fast enough, like I've only lost this much, like blah, 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 all that stuff that everybody tells themselves. It's okay to feel that. What is not okay is to let those feelings dictate your next actions, right? Slashing more calories, adding more cardio, doing all this stupid shit that we know won't help us in the long run. So instead of all that stupid shit that won't help us in the long run, consistency goals. And we talked about this in another episode, right? Just Setting yes. a time frame where no excuses, be a grown up, be consistent. And so that's what I do for myself. And it's not like this anal, you know, you have to hit everything to the gram and like there's no wiggle room or grace or anything in there. It's just, I will handle myself <laughs> like a mature adult. I will do the things I need to do. And then where I am at that time is where I am at that time. And here's the other thing, like people say, I want to look good in my dress. I want to look good in a bikini. What if you already do? I love what that. What if you do look great? What if you don't have to wait to give yourself permission to feel great and look great until you hit this number on the scale or hit this aesthetic look? What if you could do the inner work and be confident now as you are and still work to what you want to work for? But without waiting for that 
arbitrary permission from that arbitrary thing that you're waiting to get validation from. What if you already look awesome in that bikini? Like I tried the dress on and I thought I looked hot. I thought I looked great. And I actually, I bought another dress because I was thinking like, I don't want to dance in this too much because stuff's going to start flying out. But (laughs) I tried on that dress and I was like, I look bomb. And you already look bomb. It's just being open to the fact that like, you don't have to lose 10 pounds to look bomb in a bikini. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to lose 10 pounds, of course, you know. It's just, I don't know. It's back to what I said earlier. People put too much pressure on themselves when it comes to this. And timelines don't help. Yeah, I occasionally will say this to a client. If they're getting down on themselves, if they didn't lose a certain amount of weight in a certain timeline, my question is, what's the fucking rush? Yeah. What's the fucking rush? Like, Mm -hmm. if you aren't this goal weight by this day, is your house going to burn down? Like, are you going to go bald if you're not bald already? You know, what's the fucking rush? Mm -hmm. Stop trying to get to point A to point B the fastest and enjoy point C, which is your consistency. So I love that you brought up consistency because number one, people place all these timelines on themselves and they don't realize that in between point A and point B, shit's going to fucking happen. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be life, right? Life happens. And so this, when life happens, it's way better to have consistent habits than it is to slash your fucking calories or to do outrageous amounts of cardio. Find the process enjoyable. Learn how to talk to yourself. Picture yourself at your ultimate goal. What the fuck does that person do to maintain that? If you look at yourself at the ultimate goal and you're like, you know what? That person prepares their food in advance. That person goes to bed at the same time each night so they get enough sleep. That person drinks their water consistently and isn't a raisin, you know? (laughs) Look at what, what you envision yourself to be at the ultimate goal and start doing that shit now. Don't wait until you're at the ultimate goal to do that because you're never gonna get there if you don't implement that now. Yep. There is this thing I saw online a while ago. It was like, you have to... Actually, it might have been Mel Robbins or somebody. I don't know. But you have to practice who you want to be before you are that person. 100%. That's how you become that person. There is no way around it. (laughs) Sorry, people. (laughs) There is no hack. (laughs) No, there's no hack. And once you realize that you're, as bad as this sounds, like once you realize you're the problem because Mm -hmm. you're putting these timelines on yourself, you can own that. You can unpack your shit, but you don't have to live there. You can deal with it, and then you can start making the next best choice that's going to get you to be the best version of yourself. And I think that when you put timelines on it, it really starts to fuck with your head, let alone whether or not those timelines are realistic or not. Mm -hmm. Just in general. Yeah, just in general. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we are fired up about this. I love it. Oh, I know. I'm, <laughs> And it's because as summer is approaching, you know, it's spring now, trainers and coaches typically tend to get people that I want to lose this much weight by this date so I can, you know, look good for summer. When in reality, if you want a summer body, you better start working in the winter. 
Better start the year before, put on some muscle. Yes, 100%. I mean, and that's something that a lot of people in our society, we are taught that we can lose X amount of pounds in X amount of days. So timelines are pushed onto us as well. They are pushed onto us really in every aspect of our life. You walk in the grocery store, you look at a People magazine, lose this much weight in this many days. Yeah. Society puts timelines on us. Once you realize you don't need a timeline and you start to enjoy the process and you start to practice these consistent habits that you're building to be the person you want to be, that's when the magic starts to happen. Mm -hmm. It's like you can breathe a sigh of relief because like what is relying on that really? Like that is not a work deadline. This is stuff that we want for ourselves and that's cool. Like there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, again, perspective, keeping it all in perspective. Other things in your life matter more than this. <laughs> and 100%. you can work on it. You can work on it. But you can work on it in a sane way that isn't driven by desperation and urgency. And the thought that if I weigh this by this, or if I look like this in this bikini, then I'm going to be fine. You know, you're fine now. <laughs> you really are. Yeah. And that's not saying you can't work to be better, of course. It doesn't mean that's just a state of being human. Everyone can always be better. Perspective. 100%. And, you know, a lot of times when people set these timelines, they're really trying to aim for perfection. When that doesn't exist, it's always about aiming for progress. Doesn't fucking exist. It doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I have a reel that I never actually published. I forgot about it. It's like half done. But I was like, perfection is a figment of your imagination. So no fucking wonder you're not perfect. Yes. It's not real. <laughs> that is so true. It is so true. And I think once you start, like, and for, for the love of God, people, please start honoring and acknowledging the progress that you're making. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's something that I do see a lot as a coach is, well, I, you know, I made all my workouts this week and I'm a little bit lower, but eliminate the word, but we don't, we don't need that word when we're talking about our goals. It's, oh, well, this is this. And this is what I'm aiming for and celebrate the progress that you've already made. Because one thing that is so crucial is being able to not only take accountability and responsibility for the things that you don't do, but taking accountability and responsibility of the things that you are doing that is getting you closer to your goal. Because when you have a timeline, it's very easy to forget that. Mm -hmm. And that's how you start falling in love with the process, right? I mean, we talk about fall in love with the process. That is how you pay attention I mean, it yes. all it all in some way comes back to just paying attention, <laughs> awareness. Exactly. It's being aware. You know, it's okay if there's one day where you look in the mirror and you're like, oh man, like progress isn't going as quickly as I'd like. Stop, pivot and say, but I'm seeing progress. Mm -hmm. This is what I like about myself. And I know it sounds cheesy that, you know, the affirmations that you tell yourself, but they're fucking important. Because for every affirmation that you give yourself, most people can think of two negative things to say, but do not honor that. Honor the progress that you're making because so many times, 
so many times people are making phenomenal progress, whether it's their body composition goals, whether it's their consistency goals, whether it's their mindset goals or their strength goals, and they're not honoring that. And they're only focused on the things that they're not doing. Honor that. Say, you know what? This is where I can improve and look at what you've accomplished so far. A timeline isn't going to give you enough space to do that. Mic drop. But boom. <laughs> I, I would drop my mic, but then that would be really loud for our listeners' ears. <laughs> but yeah, if you have a timeline, you know, if you have a timeline, it's okay. Like if you have an event and things like that, but be realistic. Enjoy the process. You know, it's okay if progress isn't moving as quickly as you'd like. If you're seeing progress, that's progress. Mm-hmm. Accept it. And Drink your freaking water, your raisins. Drink your freaking water <laughs> and go for a walk. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for your messages and reviews and all of that. We really appreciate it. We really do. And we'll talk to you next time. Same time, same place. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Tater Talks, two bitches talk fitness. If you enjoyed the show, let us know by writing a review, subscribing wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Find me, Iris, on Instagram at Iris Deadlifts. And you can find me, Brooke, on Instagram at Get You a Brooke. We'll talk to you soon. Nice. Nice. <laughs>